proclaiming the soon return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, preparing a people for the kingdom of heaven, preserving a posterity for the glory of God. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kiv David podcast. It's being brought to you by the Watchmen of the Wall Ministries. I'm your host, Charles, and I thank God above that you decided to listen to this podcast. Not I want you to hear what I sound like. Not because I want you to pat me on the back or or stroke my ego and tell me what a good preacher I am. It's all in the hands of the Lord. It's because I want you to be blessed, touched, filled, ignited, on fire for God. I want you to receive a blessing from God. I want you to hear something in the next few minutes that will edify you, build you up in your most holy faith keep you from falling in these last days, give you something, a key of the kingdom that will give you liberty and freedom and power in your life, victory in the name of Jesus. That is my desire, and I hope it is your desire. I hope and pray when you caught this podcast and you pulled it up on your podcast player that you had in mind that you wanted to hear from God because We endeavor on this podcast to make sure that you hear what God has for you to hear and not our own opinions, not our own, not our own words, but what we believe God is speaking right then at that moment. And while I'm welcoming you, I want to welcome also to the podcast, my brother, my partner in ministry, Scott. Scott, how are you doing today? I'm doing blessed, Charles, and I'm just thankful again to be on the main podcast. I, I've always enjoyed myself on this recording when the spirit moves, when he speaks, and I'm just excited to hear what God's got to say today. I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to be uplifting. I know it's going to empower me to, to be what he wants me to be. So I'm excited, and I'm glad the listener, whoever's listening to this podcast, I, they are family Charles, I, I think I can say it for you too. Whoever's listening, we consider family. I'm so glad they're here with us today and praying for them to be blessed. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. I'm excited in the Lord as always, but I'm really excited about this podcast and the material that I believe the Lord has laid on our hearts for it. So I'm chomping at the bit to get into it. <laughs> but before, But before we do, let me share some scripture. I always like to start off these podcasts with a word from the Lord, from God's word, and also prayer. But the scriptures that were laid on my heart from the Lord today were from the book of Jude, verses 20 and 21. It says, But ye, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, unto eternal life. So there we got to build ourselves up in our most holy faith, pray in the Holy Spirit, and to keep ourselves in the love of God. We could close the books and, and sign off right now and say that we have preached the word of God. Build yourself up, pray in the Holy Ghost, keep, keep yourself in the love of God. You can't say it any better than that, Scott. And that's exactly what we're commanded to do in the book of Jude, and I hope and pray that each and every person that's listening to us is doing just those things. I hope they're keeping themselves in the love of God. I know I recently listened, Scott, to a supplemental podcast that you put out about the love of God, and it touched my heart and blessed me in so many ways. Hallelujah. Uh, I hope and pray, listener, that when you or if you've listened to this podcast more than once, if you're a faithful listener to the Key of David podcast, that you're also listening to the Key of David supplemental podcast that Scott Mays is being put. He's putting out, uh, but between the big episodes, Scott is placing little episodes of the Key of David supplemental, whatever God has given him right on that time, right at that time shooting off the hip most of the time and uh it will bless your heart i hope and pray that you're also enjoying those as well as enjoying this podcast that we put out on a weekly basis 
but those are a little bit shorter, Scott. And, uh, you know, I know that if I'm like you, you know, I can't just go to church on Sunday and expect that to do me the rest of the week. I need to hear from God more than once a week. And this gives the listener an opportunity to hear from this ministry more than once a week is if they'll listen to our podcast that we do together and then listen to your supplemental, they're going to get more than one opportunity to hear from God's voice and to get that word they so desperately need. Uh, Scott, at this time, we want to go to the Lord in prayer. Make sure that the Holy Spirit has complete liberty and freedom in this podcast to take over, to do what God wants to do. And before we pray, we have a list. Listener, we have a list of names that we have collected from people who have let us know that they want prayer. Names that we have collected that we call out before God on on this podcast each time. And we join our faith with yours that God is going to move in every situation. And if you have a need in your life, listener, if you have a need that you don't seem to be making any any forward motion in, if there's a need in your life that just doesn't seem to be getting met as quickly as you would like it to, if there's a battle you've been facing that doesn't seem to end and it just keeps seeming to persist, let us pray with you. Share your testimony. Share your questions. Share your name with us. Let us place your name on this list or a name of a loved one. You can be as descriptive as you'd like, or you can be as as secretive as you like. God knows what you need. But if you would take the time to send us an email, let us know that you would like to be added to that list. We would surely pray for you. We would call your name out before God. The Bible states where two or more agree and ask in the name of Jesus, it shall be done. And so Scott and I agree with you that if you will share your name, we will call it out before God and we will see God move in that need. But Scott, I know you have a list that you're going to call the names out before God, before you pray. And then when you call those names out, also pray for this podcast. Pray that God will let his spirit take complete control, that the Holy Spirit will orchestrate every move that's done on this podcast, that God's word will be said, that we will get out of the way and let him have his way. Scott, would you call those names out and would you pray for us? I will surely pray. And you brought up exactly what I was thinking in my mind about that scripture. And I I just want the listener to know that that's a covenant promise. And I've got to get you to understand, listener, that heaven and earth would pass away before any bit of God's word fails or doesn't do what he commanded it to do. God's word is true. And you brought it up, Charles. He said he made a covenant promise that if two or three, and that doesn't limit that to two or three, that means we can go down to two or three. But the more we've got, the better it's going to be. If two or three will gather in his name and touch and agree as concerning anything and call to the Father about it, he will hear. He will answer. That's a promise. And before that fails, heaven and earth will fail. So I want to build your faith up on what we're praying for, the people that we're praying for. It's not because me and Charles are special. It's because the word of God says so. And, and he will always perform his word. When we touch and agree for the folks that are on this list, I believe and know things are going to happen because I know who the Lord is and what he does. And I want you to have the same kind of faith as well. Whatever you're going through, it's not too hard for God. It's not too big. He cares what's happening to you. He wants you to call unto him because he wants to talk with you. Like Charles said, he already knows what you're going through. He already knows what you have need of before you even ask. But he wants to hear your voice, and he wants to commune with you. So let's agree. Let's touch and agree. Charles, we've seen so many people come on this list and then come off because God answered the prayer. And, And I'm talking about people that were battling cancer 
And then all of a sudden it stops. So glory to his name, glory to the Lord. He's the one that done it. So yep. let's, let's agree. We're going to agree for the folks that are on this list. And like Charles said, if you want to uh, write in by email and, and let us know and, and let us pray with you about something, he's going to put that email in the show notes of this podcast. And I'm sure at some point he'll call out the email address, but just write into us. We'd be glad and honored to pray with you. So I'm going to pray for these folks here, call out their name before the Lord. Ain't it great? We serve a Jesus before he even call out the first name, Charles. He knows where they're at. He knows what position they're in. He knows what they're going through. He knows what they're battling before I even call out the name. Hallelujah. Better quit before I get cranked up. So I'm going to pray for Greg, Angie, Melissa, Chris, Amanda, Annabelle, Trey, Tina, (laughs) Joe, Landon, Jerry, Rhonda, Hallelujah, Scott, Matthew, Shirley, Dante, Danielle, Billy, Saber, Noah, Dean, Lee, Wiley, Jessica, Eric, and Katrina. I'm going to call those names out before the Lord. Father, I thank you right now. God, you're such a wonderful provider. There is nothing that's too hard for you. There's nothing that is impossible for you, oh God. So we we thank you for the privilege to come into your presence, to be allowed to come into the Holy of Holies and make our petitions known. Right now, oh Lord, my petition is these people and what they're going through. I, 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 I don't even understand. I can't sympathize with what they're going through, but you can. You know what they have need of, whether it's financial, whether it's physical, whether it's spiritual, nothing's impossible with you. So I pray the blessing of God come upon these people for your glory. Lord, I know that they will call on you and glorify your name if you will just but touch them in their lives, whatever may be going on. Father, we thank you that you can heal all manner of disease. God, you can touch all manner of financial problems. Lord, you can touch all manner of spiritual problems. You can bind the enemy's depression and fear and worry. And, and Lord, we Charles and I both agree on that one. We bind the spirit of fear, worry, and depression Amen. in the yes. name of Jesus. You've got no lot, no Absolutely. part in the children of God. And I bind you. I command that peace be upon the listener's mind. I'm going to pray for the listener now. Whoever's listening to this, I pray for the peace of God that passes. <coughs> Standing, come upon these people that are listening. I pray that that mind that is on fire with worry and fear be at peace. Oh, Lord, you know how you calm the storm when you're in the boat and you calm the winds and the waves. I'm praying that you do that for these folks and the listener as well. Right now, whatever they're going through, I know you I know you hear it. I know you answer prayer. And I thank you ahead of time that you're going to move and touch every situation. And, Lord, I pray for this podcast. We, we give this podcast to you, O oh Lord. We can do nothing, but it is you and your presence. So I pray for the mantle of the Holy Spirit to fall upon Charles. Let him speak, thus saith the Lord, so that you can be glorified and the people made to understand, your people, your children. Hallelujah. It's one of these that are listening, God. Each one of these that are on this paper is your child. And we give you the praise today, the the. The privilege we've been given to be on this podcast and speak to your children. We praise you. We glorify you. Come in the midst of this, O Lord, and take over. And we give you the praise for it all in Jesus' name. And amen. 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 Thank you so much for praying, Scott. While you, when you began to call those names out, I felt God's ear turn this way. I knew in my spirit that He was hearing each and every name that is being called. The Bible states that God's ears attended unto the cries of his people. And I know that he's heard each and every name that was called. And listener, if you joined your prayer with ours when we pray, God has heard you too. And you can rest assured that God knows exactly what you need. And his grace is sufficient for every need that you have. And I want to thank him for that. Scott, now we're going to switch gears and move into the material of the podcast that we have for this week. Before we get into the new material, let's do a little bit of review of the old, the last time that we came together. Scott, we've been in a series about faith for 18 weeks now. 
for 18 weeks, we've been ministering on faith and how it is, how important faith is in a believer's life, how vital faith is to the survival and not only the survival, but the overcoming power in a believer's life that a believer can have if they would just cultivate their faith. You're going to hear that word often today in this podcast, cultivate faith. The Bible says, if you sow to the spirit, you will reap life everlasting. And we want you to sow into your spirit right now and cultivate faith throughout this podcast and this series. But Scott, for 18 weeks now, we've been talking about faith and we've also for 12 of those weeks been talking about building for ourselves a storehouse of faith. And what I mean by that is that we here at this ministry, the Key of David podcast, the Watchmen of the Wall Ministries, we believe that God has given us a mandate to warn the believers, to warn the brethren, to warn the beloved that before the return of the Lord comes, that perilous times will come. We know they're already here. Jesus already said while he was walking this earth that we were living in the last days. And how much closer, listener, can we be now than ever before to the end of all things of this age that soon and very soon Jesus will return and set up his kingdom and take the throne of his father David and begin to rule and reign over this earth But before he does, there has to be a time of darkness. There has to be a time of trouble. There has to be a time when everything that can be shaken will be shaken so that only that that cannot be shaken will remain. God said that through his own word that we would experience a shakening in the last days. Paul called it a great falling away where many people who have once believed would depart from the faith because of seducing spirits, doctrines of devils, false prophets, false moves that call themselves the move of God but are not the move of God. Things are going to happen in these last days that are going to push our faith to the very breaking point. Things that may have already occurred in your life, listener, that have pushed your faith to the point of breaking. But you're still here, you're listening, so there's still hope for you. There are many that have already fallen away, and we do not, listener, want you to be a part of that number of the fallen away. We want you to make it home to be with Jesus. We, Scott and myself, also want to make it. We don't count ourselves to be impervious or immune to the wiles of the enemy or the or the target of the devil. We know that he is out to still kill and destroy all of our lives. And if it wasn't for the grace of God, Scott or myself would not make it either. But we need to be on guard. We need to be ready. We need to be vigilant about our faith in these last days. We believe and we have warned that there is a time of darkness, that the darkness would increase, that God would give the enemy more liberty to bring about the conclusion of this age that there would be a hard time come upon the church of God that God would continue to move. But in the midst of that moving, there's going to be a shaking occur. And the very faith that we bank our lives on will be pressed to the breaking point. And so in order to survive in these last days, listener, you need a storehouse of faith. You need that impartation, that gift, what we've called the extra cruise of oil, according to the parable of the ten virgins. You need that extra cruise of oil in your life in order to make it through the midnight hour. And we have been talking about this for the last few weeks, 12 weeks we've been teaching on building yourself a storehouse of faith. We've talked about six of the steps. The last one we spoke about, Scott, was praise and worship and how powerful a tool praise and worship is in building yourself up in your most holy faith. It cultivates it. It creates it. It it transforms the atmosphere around you. It runs the enemy off. It gives you the ability to get a hold of God and to get in tune with God's spirit. 
to anoint your ears and your eyes and the spirit and to hear what God's voice is saying to you at that moment. Praise and worship is such a powerful tool. And I hope, believer, I hope, listener, that you've incorporated that tool into your own life along with the other tools that we have discussed in order to build yourself a storehouse of faith. Scott, do you remember what we talked about on that Praise and Worship podcast? Absolutely. And I'll tell you, I would love to hear from some folks. I wish they would write in by email and let us know if they took that challenge that we offered for, for a week of not listening to anything but music that glorifies God. <clears throat> Some people, varying types of gospel music, but you're listening to something that glorifies God. I wish I could hear. I know it's transformed your life if you did it because it transformed mine, Charles. We gave this challenge months back on another yeah. podcast, and I took it, and I ain't turned back since. I'll just let you know I, I, I have stayed the course on that challenge. And praise and worship, I can't put it any better than what you did. It is a powerful, powerful tool to contact, to get a hold of the Holy Spirit in your life. God loves praise and worship so much, Charles. He designed and created angels to hang around his throne to just do that 24-7. So it's a very powerful tool if we will put it in our lives and begin to, to do it. The presence of God that we will have in our life, I can't even begin to explain. So, yes, sir, there is so much more to that that we didn't get to cover. Maybe someday we'll get to, but it's just a powerful tool. I agree. Absolutely. And I pray that each and every person that has listened to that podcast took the challenge that you gave out about just focusing on praise and worship, incorporating that tool into their own lives. I know I did so, and it has made all the difference. I sleep better at night. There's more peace in my house. The atmosphere is different. The enemy doesn't have as much freedom in my life and in my house and in my home as he did before because I've created an atmosphere that he, the enemy, is not comfortable in. Mm. And I hope that you've done that as well, listener. Now, Scott, you mentioned it earlier, and we're going to talk about this today, but you said that praise and worship fosters or gets you into the presence of God, and that's what we really want to talk about today. The last step that we have in getting that storehouse of faith built, that last step is called impartation. Now, Scott, impartation is something that is not very much spoken about in the house of God today. Matter of fact, I don't hear very many sermons, and I do not see impartation being being actually being done in the house of God much today, have you? No, not, not a bit. I'm going to have to be careful how I tread this, because this is another hot-button topic for me. <laughs> I don't want to take off too early. But this this is a I, I'm, I'm sad in the fact when we first got into church, you and I, and I'm not going to say how many years that's been. But when we were there, impartation was a natural progression of the service. And what, and what I, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of you, but it was a natural progression of the service for the spirit of God to move and to bounce from one person to the other, if I can say it that way, to move from one person to the other, and and things would happen. It was a natural progression, and like you said today, I don't even see it taught now, much less it actually happening in our gathering. Yes, sir. Impartation, Scott, is so important, and and it happens in two ways. The Bible speaks of Paul writing to the churches, when he was on this earth, he wrote to the several churches and he said, I long to come to you that I might impart unto you some spiritual gifts. So the apostle Paul had the gift of impartation where he could actually lay hands on people, Scott, and have them receive spiritual gifts or the actual baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I believe with all of my heart that the devil really did a number on the church by attacking that particular gift, that impartation gift, 
where men would of God would lay hands on people and they would receive gifts of the Holy Ghost. And there is another kind of impartation that takes place in a believer's life, Scott, is when that person gets into the presence of God and allows God to impart directly into their spirit person, their yeah. spirit man or their spirit woman, that gift of faith that's spoken about in the word of God. Now, just, that, you know, if we can remind ourselves from a lesson that we taught on in the early part of this faith series, we talked about faith. Now, in Romans chapter 12 and verse 3, it talks about the measure of faith Scott, that's given to everyone. When you are when you are brought into this world, you are given the measure of faith, a specific measure of faith. It gives you the ability to hear the gospel and to respond to the salvation message. Now, depending on how you invest that measure of faith is whether it determines if it brings salvation into your life or not. But Scott, there is a gift of faith spoken of in First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 9 that comes only from the impartation of the Holy Spirit. And this is that one that I told you I was eager and excited to get on and to talk about today because this is exactly what all the other steps have been leading up to. You know, we, we have seven steps listed in building the storehouse of faith. We have seven steps that we've talked about. Reading your Bibles, number one. Number two, prayer. Number three, fasting. Number four, journaling. Number five is uh, eliminating distractions. Number six was praise and worship. And now number seven, impartation. But Scott, like I said, all these steps that we've given over this podcast are exactly those th- exactly that they're steps that lead to getting into the supernatural presence of the Holy Spirit where the impartation of faith actually takes place now what we need in order to get that extra cruise of oil or that storehouse of faith the greatest tool in this list of tools that we've been discussing about building a storehouse of faith is that tool of impartation. And that's, listener, when you get into the presence of God and you allow the Holy Spirit to impart directly into your spirit man or your spirit woman that gift of faith that will give you the ability to endure until the end of this age, Scott. That's the impartation that I want to talk about. Now, Scott, like I said before, the enemy has done his very best or worse, depending on how you want to say it, to eliminate impartation in a believer's life. We don't see it happening much in the church service today. We don't hear about people going and getting alone with God until God imparts into them that gift of faith. And Scott, we don't hear it taught about. We don't hear it preached about. We don't hear it ministered about. And it has done its damage because now we have a weak, beggarly, anemic church that has barely hanging on in these last days. That their faith is failing them. That the great falling away is going to occur because these people did not do that one thing, Scott. They did not get into the presence of God. They did not allow the Holy Spirit to impart into their spirit that extra crucible, that gift of the Holy, that gift of faith that we're talking about. Amen. Oh, amen. Well, you can't do what you don't have an example in front of you to see. And like you said, sadly, we've come to a point now that ministers are not showing the example in their own life and in their own ministry in front of the congregation, what we're talking about. So, I guess we've got to, I don't know how far into that you want to go, but I'm going to go with this for a few minutes. I I think we're going to have to break up the Godhead, if you will, for just a moment. And, and we don't have this teaching anymore that there is a third person Amen. in the Trinity that Come you're on. chasing after. Now, we'll be quick to preach the cross, nothing against that, 
Well, some might even go a little bit farther, shockingly, and talk about the resurrection. And then we'll stop right there. And we, we don't take the congregation farther with what Jesus said, because after he rose from the dead, he, he said these great words. It, it's expedient. It's important. I've got to go. I can't hang here. I got a job to do with the Father now, but I'm going to leave you the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. He, he will lead and guide you to all truth. So like you said, there's no teaching on that anymore, that now we're chasing the Holy Spirit who is our go-between between Jesus, your Savior, and, and what you need and what you must possess in your life. He is our go-between. Without him in the equation of whatever you're doing, you're, you're just spinning your wheels and going nowhere. I, and I'm not trying to be mean, but we don't have that teaching anymore. And in the Holy Ghost is where that imparting, or uh, maybe another way to say it is God giving you tools and fruits that transfer from the spiritual realm, for God is a spirit, and they transfer from the spiritual realm into that person's very being. And we don't have that teaching anymore. And all these steps that you just outlined so well is, is that, tools, to put you in position to receive from the spirit what you're going to have to have. I, 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 you might be able to do this better than I can. I feel like I'm failing. But that's, no, you do it. You're doing all right. I, I love where you were going with the Trinity, and I want to expound on that even more. Because when you said, let's talk about the Trinity and how it works, I felt a ping in my spirit about this is exactly what's missing in the house of God today is this doctrine, this this teaching about how exactly God is doing it. You know, let's go back and look at it. Now, we have God the Father who has the ultimate plan, Scott. And he began this plan before even time began. And in this plan was the part that Jesus had to play. And Jesus was already destined for the cross before the earth was even hung in space. The Bible calls him the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth meaning that before the earth was even put in, on its axis in space, it was already decided that Jesus would have to come and become the salvation sacrifice <laughs> for all of mankind. Amen. So you have God the Father starting the plan, and then Jesus picks up the plan when he comes on the scene, and for 33 and a half years he walks this earth in the power of the Holy Ghost, if I might add, <laughs> and he does his ministry. And Scott, his ministry, it culminates with the crucifixion. Jesus said, for this purpose did I come to give my life a ransom for many. So Jesus came to die on the cross. Dying on the cross was not a secondary option for Jesus. Dying on the cross, un un unlike what you might hear in replacement theology that says that if the Israelites had received Jesus as their Messiah, then it would have messed up the plan for the Gentiles because then Jesus would have never been crucified. I'm here to tell you his crucifixion was all part of the plan. Yeah, yeah. We knew, we know that Jesus was meant for the cross. He said this was the reason why he was made manifest. And he died on the cross. But like Scott said earlier, before Jesus left, left this earth, he told his disciples, it is so important for me to go away because there is another person that has to come and do his part. And so, Scott, you have God the Father's part of the plan. You have God the Son's part of the plan. And now you have God the Holy Spirit's part of the plan. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he came down on the day of Pentecost, he began his ministry in the church. And his ministry is what we are under right now. And like Scott said, if all you focus on is the Father and the Son, and you don't focus on the Holy Spirit, you do not have the complete package that God meant for you to have in your walk with God and your salvation. It is so imperative 
that you get under the tutelage and the ministry of the Holy Spirit, that you allow the Holy Spirit to become your comforter, your guide, your teacher, your friend that sticks closer than a brother. He is the friend of the bridegroom. He is the one who brings you through. He is the one who molds and makes you into the image of Jesus Christ. He is the one that is shaping you into that beloved bride that Jesus is coming back for, Scott. Amen. And if we don't allow ourselves to get in his presence and for him to do his work in our lives, we are not going to be prepared to be the bride of Christ. We're not even going to be ready when the Lord appears for him to take us home. It is up to us to get into the presence of God, to let the Holy Spirit impart into us those spiritual gifts, those fruits that you mentioned, Scott, those things that we need that are vital to our spiritual growth in order for us to be made into the image of Jesus Christ. Without the ministry of the Holy Spirit, we will not become sons and daughters of God. And I can't put it any simpler than that. Amen. Well, it's been the job not to glorify Satan, just to reveal his darkness. It's been the devil's job because he knows this doctrine all too well. He knows that a Christian that gets involved, in tune, in contact with the Holy Spirit in their lives, he's doomed. He, he's, he's in trouble. He's now running because said anointed Christian is now going to drive him out of his family, out of his home, out of his wife, out of uh, the husband, whatever. He's, he's in bad shape. And it's been his job to distract us from getting in the presence of God. It's been his job to show bad examples, false examples of the doctrine that we're speaking of and give it a bad name. Therefore, people are like, there's nothing to that. That's not real. And give it a bad name because he, he does not so desperately. He doesn't want you to get into the presence of God because he's ruined once, once you do that. And I, I, I want the, the people to understand what we're, we're laying down here. It's not a denominational foundation. We're not a part of this denomination, although there are some that will sound similar to that. We're not a part of this denomination. We're giving you what is the word of God. And Charles, I would I would ask this question to those that are debating this principle in their heart. If the Holy Ghost and his ministry that took over when Jesus arose to heaven, if it was not important in your life, then Jesus would have stopped with, well, I've got to go to the Father. You guys just hang on till I come back. See you later. And that would have been the end of it. But he takes the time, especially in the beginning of the book of Acts, to say, wait for the promise yeah of the father tarry which means wait wait for the promise and then you can be witnesses unto me and in all the earth so it's it's vitally imperative each i'll say it like this and i'm gonna hand it to you each facet of the godhead's ministry because god the father had a thing to do to make this plan work god right. the son had a thing to do to make this plan work and then finally the third part god the holy spirit has been trying to do his part in our lives, but we want to fight him, don't we? And and it's vitally important to get into this. Would you would you agree? Absolutely, Scott. I mean, I you know, you keep turning it back over to me, and I don't know. I, I, I you know, I've said it plain as I could earlier, but you know, we can say the same thing in different ways, and maybe the light bulb will go on in the listeners over the listeners' head and in their minds that. This is something that they need. It's imperative. It is It is so vital that you hear what we've got to say. Jesus himself did not do one miracle, did not do one thing, did not start his ministry until he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. he, he did not begin his ministry till he visited John the Baptist was baptized in water, and then the Holy Spirit came upon him and imparted to him that anointing that gave him the ability to get his ministry accomplished. And, Scott, the same thing happened. Not one of the disciples was able to do anything for Jesus or for, for God until they 
were given the Holy Spirit. Now, just like Scott said earlier, Jesus told them, tarry in Jerusalem. Do not do anything. Don't start a church. Don't start a newsletter. Don't start a <laughs> podcast. Don't write a book. Don't do anything till you receive power. And that's the word he, he, he used. He said, you will receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. What kind of power? Romans 8 says, power to become sons and daughters of God. Yes. And listener, I can't say it any differently than I have before, but you will not be able to become a son or a daughter of God unless you allow the impartation or the indwelling or the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life and for him to become the main person in your walk with God today. I know that the Father is our is, is in heaven and we pray to him. I know that Jesus died for our sins. I'm not speaking new theology. I'm not talking about doing away with them. I'm saying you need the Holy Spirit in your life. You need him. It is his ministry that we're living under. It is his guidance that we're walking under. It is his counseling that we're moving under. God said he did nothing without his Holy Spirit that the Spirit of God carries out every one of his commands. And Scott, that is exactly what we have to do today. If Jesus needed it, if the disciples needed it, if the early church needed it, we need it today. Amen. Amen. He is called also, he has a few names in the Bible, and he is called the Spirit of Truth. When Amen. you get in contact, when you get into, and, I, and I'm saying there is a, I guess, I guess I'll just be blunt. There is a physical impartation where yes. you get physically into the presence of God and you tangibly feel him around you. Eventually, you're going to start feeling him burning inside you. And, and you're, you're feeling his presence. And with, with that presence comes the strength, the faith that Charles is trying <coughs> to talk about here in this podcast. Faith enters in the voice of the Lord then begins to speak to you. It's great when a preacher's anointed and he's, he's on fire and he's, he's preaching to you. That's awesome. It's great. It's a faith builder. But I'm here to tell you right now, they ain't no kind of faith builder like when the God of the universe speaks straight to your soul. And that happens in the presence. And Charles, what we're, I, you could probably say this better, but I would say that everything that we gave them, reading the word of God, we're not saying that just so you can check a box and say, okay, I read the Holy Bible. You're reading to get into the presence. And, and that Bible gives you the ability to understand the language of the Holy Ghost. It, he, he speaks a language because he's from another world. So, Charles, if, if I go across the continent to, say, Africa, and they, they speak the native language there in Africa, whatever that may be, I wasn't born there. I, I don't know what it means. I can't, I can't understand it. So I have to learn the language. So it is with the Holy Spirit. I get into the word. I read. It's changing my mind. Now I can begin to hear and understand the voice of the Lord. I'm praying. I'm not praying to be praying or so I can hear myself talk loud or check a box. I'm praying and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And I'm praying a little bit more and I'm, I'm pacing just a little bit longer and I'm waiting and I'm praying and I'm calling. And then all at once, boom, I feel the presence of the Holy Ghost. And it's, it's kind of like a wind, even though there ain't no wind blowing. And, and he begins to fill my soul and, and be all around me. And the, the, the lights in the room change. There's a physical impartation that, that we're trying to push you with all these tools, prayer, reading, fasting to push you into the presence. That's what we've been trying to do. I hope I didn't release this too soon. That's what we've been no, trying to do in this podcast. Absolutely. And Scott, you've seen it. You've seen it and I've seen it. We know people that are probably in this shape right now that they heard the gospel. They responded with that measure of faith that I said that everyone gets the measure of faith. They heard the gospel. They responded with that measure of faith, 
they confessed with their mouth the Lord Jesus. They believed in their heart, just like Romans 10, 9 and 10 says. They accepted Jesus as their Savior. They were born again. And they began to walk this walk and to try to live a Christian life. But they got to an impasse. They got to a problem. They got to a place where they either could not do it or they didn't feel like they had to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Paul got to this place and he talks about it in Romans 6 and 7. He got to the place where he said the good I would do I wouldn't do and the, and the good I wanted to do, I wouldn't do. And the bad I didn't want to do, I ended up doing. And he was living this vicious cycle of trying to live right and failing, trying to live right and failing. He would even get into the word and saw what God's holy word and God's holy law required. And he would try to live up to that. And he would fail every time, Scott. Mm -hmm. So he came to a place in his life where it wasn't working. He, he knew he was missing an element because God wouldn't tell us to do something that he did not plan for us to have the ability to do it with. And the secret is in Romans chapter eight. And Paul discovered this. And that's what we are trying to get the listener to discover is maybe you have tried to live this godly life. Maybe you have been walking a Christian life for maybe even years, but you've got to a place where it's stagnated, where you can't get any further, where you're not making any progress. There's no forward motion. You've just grown to a certain level, and that's as far as you've got. Well, I'll tell you what the missing element is. It is the <laughs> Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. The missing element, the missing piece of the puzzle, what you need in your life in order to get power, to grow, to, to, to become like Jesus, is the Holy Ghost. It is the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. That is what you're missing. That's what you need to cultivate. That's what you need to do. You need to follow the steps that we've outlined but they're all leading you into the presence of God, submission to the presence of the Holy Spirit. Now, you, you've heard, you, you heard me say it earlier, and I'm going to say it again. This, this word that you're going to hear a lot in this podcast is cultivate. That word cultivate means sow. It means to go out there, pull out the weeds, plant the right seeds, water those seeds, nurture that garden, get it to grow cultivate the presence of God in your life and you're going to cultivate that power and that gift of faith that we're telling you you are going to so desperately need in these last days Scott amen amen I'll tell you what I would even use another word although what you said was was great I would even use another word let's replace cultivate with repetition for just a moment and, I, and I'm using that word loosely so it's not hard to get into the Holy Spirit Jesus would also not make something so difficult for us to get into that we couldn't do it. It, it is so easy when you begin a process each day that you're going to pick a time. Let me, let me be this simple. You pick a time that you're going to read the word. You pick a time each day that you're going to pray. Even if you can only give the Lord 10, 15 minutes, that's fine. You pick a time each day that you are going to do that. And when you begin to read the word of God with, with the intention in the back of your mind, I'm chasing you, Holy Spirit. I'm chasing <coughs> you. And you begin to read. Where are you in this word? And, and then you pray. And while you're praying, you're saying, I'm chasing you, Holy Spirit. Let me understand your ways. Let me, let me sense your presence. Let me, let me know about you. And you're doing this in the back of your mind. You're doing that, those steps. You're already beginning to get into the presence of God. You're already starting the journey and the process and the, and the change. And, and that cultivate means that you are determined. I shouldn't, maybe repetition is not a good word. You are determined to do that each day. You begin a cycle of getting into the presence of God and impartations are automatically happening, Charles. I mean, it's that quick. It's that simple. It's that easy. W would you agree? Absolutely. Uh, it's like Scott said, 
you got to make an intentional decision that you're going to pursue the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. You've made up your mind, like Scott said, and I love the way he said it. You're not going to read the Bible just so that you said you've read your Bible. You're not going to pray just so that you said you prayed and done what a Christian should do. You're not going to fast just because Scott and Charles told you to fast. You're not going to journal. You're not going to get distractions out of your life. You're not going to in, in, you're not going to, in, in, to to integrate into your life praise and worship without a reason. The reason being that you want to get the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. You've got a goal. You've set an objective. You've made up your mind. You're on a journey. I might even call it a quest. Amen. I love that. I love that word quest, Scott. I want in the little bit of time we got left to kind of put all this in a sweet little box and put a bow on it and see if we can't ship it to them. But (laughs) (laughs) we are saying in this, in this series regarding faith that the just shall live by their faith. The Bible declares the just shall live by his faith, meaning that there's only one way to survive in these last days. And that's with the faith that endures. Jesus said, he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. You're not going to make heaven your home without an enduring faith imparted into your life. How do you do that? You do that by taking the steps to build a storehouse of faith. And in these steps, you realize that each one of these steps are leading you to the main objective. And that is to get a fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Make it a quest in your life. Say to yourself, I am on a quest. I'm going to read my Bible so that I'll learn the language of God. I'm going to pray so that I'll have an ear to hear and eyes to see. When the Holy Spirit is speaking to me, I'm going to begin to fast so that I can deaden the flesh and make the spirit come to life so that I can get in tune with God. I'm going to begin to do these steps in order to reach a place in my life where I'm actually having fellowship with the presence of the Holy Spirit. When you do this while you're in his presence, The impartation of that gift of faith will take place. Placed inside of your life will be that enduring faith that you're going to need in these last days. Placed in your life during your fellowship with the Holy Spirit will be that power that you need to endure until the end of this age and be ready and be made a son and a daughter of God when Jesus appears. Scott, can you say it any better than that for me? Oh, I'm not even going to touch that. You you lined up every podcast we did exactly the, the way I would say it. I'm not touching that. That was perfect. Listener, cultivate. Begin to go on a quest. Seek out the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what you've been missing. If, you're, if your walk with God is, is hit a dry spot, if you come to a place in your life where you do not feel like you're making any forward progress, if you feel like it's one step forward and two steps back, if you feel like you're just the devil's punching bag all the way to heaven, let me tell you, the missing element is the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So go on a quest with Scott. Go on a quest with Charles. Go on a quest to build yourself a storehouse of faith and while you're building it, realize what you're actually building is not much a storehouse as it is a temple for the Holy Spirit to dwell in. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> now, Amen. I've called it all these weeks, I've called it a storehouse of faith. But what you're actually building is a place for a tabernacle for God to dwell in. That's why we brought up the tabernacle. It's because this is how the people had fellowship with God. This is how the man of God went into the Holy of Holies and began to have fellowship with the creator of the universe. And this is what you're doing when you follow these steps that we've been laying out for weeks now 
about building a storehouse of faith, you're creating a tabernacle, a temple for the Spirit of God to dwell in so that you and the Holy Ghost can commune together, talk together, learn together. He will teach you. He will guide you. He will fill you. He will impart to you that power to become a son and daughter of God. He will place in your life that faith that you need to endure to the end. Now, in these last few minutes that we have together, I'm going to ask God to pray. Pray that we all get it in our hearts and in our minds to take this quest to begin to build that tabernacle, that temple, that place, that secret place of the Most High where we can actually dwell with God and God with us, abide with Him and Him with us, fellowship with Him and Him with us. Scott, would you pray that we take this quest that we do this very thing. Amen. Let's let's pray. I, I feel today, and I'm going to do this quick. I feel today we're talking to two groups of people. And let me speak to group one. And, and if you'll be honest, you, you know about Jesus. You know of Jesus. You might even say you've had a relationship. And I'm not doing this to condemn. I want I want to entice you. I want to excite you into this and tantalize you because we're telling you the absolute truth. Maybe you know of Jesus. Maybe you got saved in, in vacation Bible school or you, you, you said a prayer like that a while back, but you know of Jesus. Would you like to really know him in, in right now terms speaking to you right now when you read the word of God? Is it, is it just words on a page? You're reading, you're reading a story. Not much different than a novel that you pick up at the dollar store. It's kind of the way it reads to you. Again, I'm not doing this to condemn. I want to tantalize you. Would you like to be able to open that book and it come alive? And it be the supernatural book that it is to you. And the, and the words leap off the page and speak to you with power and fill your soul with strength. And the faith Charles is talking about here that comes from being, getting in the presence of the Holy Ghost. Maybe you're listening to us speak and it sounds foreign and, and you maybe you've never heard this or maybe even where you go talks against this kind of talk. I, I want you to make the leap of faith. Hallelujah. I want you to make the leap of faith of giving it a try, of giving it a shot, of giving it a chance. Whenever you hear this podcast, I want you to determine. I'm going to take a week again. I want you to determine to make a point every day for a week to pick a time that's good for you to pray and read. Give it 15, 20 minutes. That's all, that's all I'm asking. Give it 15 or 20 minutes. And in that 15 or 20 minutes each day, you devote it to God. No TV, no phone, no, no friends, no nothing. You're by yourself. You're alone. And you devote it to God. And your main thrust is if what Scott and Charles are saying is true, Lord, I want to know it for myself. I want you to challenge us. If, if what Scott and Charles is true and what they're saying is true, Lord, I want you to reveal this to me. And you begin to do that. I, I'm going to tell you, you're going to be different the moment you hear this podcast and start it to seven days later. You're not going to feel the same you were when you first started it. And each journey is special. Each journey into the Holy Ghost is tailor-made for that person. And it's, it's made for you because Jesus wants to reveal himself to you. The Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost want to fellowship with you, all three. That was the desire of the plan that Charles spoke of before the foundations of the world were even began. They desired to have fellowship in a way that they weren't getting, and they want to do it with you. So I'm, I'm asking you, I'm, I'm begging you to take this challenge just a week, just 20 minutes each day with, with the intention of going into that time and say, I want what Charles and Scott are saying to come alive in my life in Amen. Jesus' name. Now, I'm going to speak to group two. Group two is a group of people, Charles, that they're listening to us. They've experienced, said Holy Spirit. They've experienced yep. in times past the movings and the operations of the Holy Ghost. They could, they could actually 
just by reason of the knowledge that they possess, they could jump into this podcast and run right with us. Problem is, they haven't done it in a while. They've not chased after him in a while. Distractions have come into their life. Maybe they, they've reached a spot where they got weak and they got tired. Things happened in their life that they didn't understand, and, and they, they've just not moved in the Holy Spirit anymore, and it's been a long time. I'm, I'm asking you, pick back up. I'm begging you, pick back up. He didn't leave. He ain't going nowhere. It's you. He's waiting on you to pick back up. I'm asking you to go into that time of prayer and say, Holy Ghost, recharge me, refuel me, restart me. The devil's saying that I'm done, that I don't, I don't have any more to do, that I'm, that I'm finished. I'm asking you, Lord, to recharge me, to renew my fellowship, to restore the past that we walked in together. I'm, I'm asking you to do this. Now, two groups while I pray. Let's pray. Father, I thank you today for this whole series. I thank you for the whole series that you've brought. Lord, you have revealed such a foundational truth. It's not nothing new, but we, we've let it go. We lost it. But Lord, I thank you that you are bringing it back into our lives. And I, and I pray for group one, when they go to seek you, Lord, <laughs> this is going to be easy prayer because Lord, I know you want to touch them. I know you want to fellowship them with them and reveal yourself to them. So I'm just, I'm just going to pray a simple prayer that Lord, I know when they start, you're going to be there. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, I praise you for this wonderful, glorious plan that you set in order. Thank you that you're going to fill them with your spirit. You're going to show them great and wonderful things that they never knew. They are going to be transformed. I thank you for this plan, and I think you're going to do that for group one. For group two, Lord, I pray that you begin to deal with them again. Lord, this, this is the hardest group because they are, they are sold by the enemy that it's too late that it's too far gone, that, that they might as well just quit and give up. Lord, I'm praying that you come to them again, that you restore the joys of their salvation to them, that, that you refill what the canker worm and the palmer worm has, has like a thief took from them. I pray you restore to them, the, the renew the baptism of the Holy Spirit in their lives, renew the gifts in their lives. Lord, and I give you the praise and the glory for this. I know you're going to do it. Because you're that good. You're that wonderful. And I give you the praise and the glory for everything that's been said and done. And for this podcast series, in Jesus' name I pray. And amen. Amen, amen. That was such a good prayer, Scott. Thank you so much for being led by the Holy Spirit while you prayed that. I know that this message and this word and this prayer was straight to God. And listener, I hope you were inspired. I hope you were challenged. I hope you go on that quest with Scott and myself that you begin fresh after listening to this podcast, that you decide you're going to take the challenge that Scott laid out, that you're going to go on that quest to find and to fellowship with the Holy Spirit with us. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, let us know. We have an email address and it blesses us so much when we hear from you. When we hear that you've been listening, that you've been touched, that you've been blessed, that you've been challenged, maybe even rebuked or exhorted, it touches us. It lets us know that we are out there working together on our way to heaven, being a blessing. It touches our hearts so much. Would you do that? The email will be in the show notes of this podcast, but I will also give it out. It's simply key underscore. David underscore ministries at yahoo.com. Would you take the time to write us an email? And at the time you write that email, if you'd like for your name to be added to the list of the prayers and the names that we call up at the beginning of the prayer request, at the beginning of the podcast, that would be the time for you to do so. Let us know that you want your name added, that you have a need, that you want God to move in that you want us to join our faith with yours and we would pray for you. Help us. Help us by sharing this message with others. You will become a part of this ministry by simply sharing this message with other people through your social media tools, through your podcast account, by word of mouth. Let people know where to find us. You can find us on most podcast catchers. Let people know that you've been hearing from God and that you want them to hear from God as well. 
help us by sharing this message with others. In doing so, you will lay up for yourself treasure in heaven against the day that Jesus comes back and rewards us for what we've done for him. And in the meantime, we have resources that you can enjoy. We have a Facebook page, Cry of the Watchman. We also have Instagram and Twitter you can follow. We have blogs where God has spoken to Scott and myself in the past that we have wrote down the words that God has given us that you can enjoy and use. You can use those in the time that you're waiting for a new podcast to come out. Like I said earlier, look for those supplemental podcasts. Scott's got one called Kim David Supplemental. He brings those out in between these longer podcasts. You can enjoy those, so I hope you do look for those and begin to listen to those as well. In the meantime, pray for us, and we will pray for you. Thank you so much, Scott, for helping me with this podcast today. I want to thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking to us today, and I want to thank you, listener, for sticking with us to the end of this podcast. It is the prayer of the key of David. It is the prayer of the Watchman of the Wall Ministries. It is our prayer that each and every person listening to this podcast repents for the kingdom of heaven is at hand.